It is the Pink, the post-match show after Liverpool women lose their final game of the season, 1-0, against Manchester United. Harriet Pryor's with me. I've also got Ali McGovern. I've got Philippa Smallwood. I've got Andy Bell currently doing a film for us as Josh Sexton, but he will be mucking in big time as we wear on. And Harriet, I will start with you first and foremost. Liverpool early in the season, they go to Manchester United, they ship six. That doesn't happen today and it never looks like it's going to happen today. It never does. It's a real sign of the progress that Liverpool, this team have made throughout the season. And I don't even just mean since that game, but just gradually. It's not been like one turning point where I felt like everything's come together. It's just been hard work, believing in the system, believing that if they stay together, they bring in a few new players, which is exactly what they did in January, that they'll get to where they want to be. And I think they've surpassed their expectations this season. If you said to them, this time, when they when the when they came back into the RSL, they'd be finishing mid-table. They wouldn't be having to worry about relegation with a few games to go into the end of the season. They'd absolutely take that. I feel, even though I've come away from that, we've lost the game. I feel like a real sense of hope, a real sense of belief in what's going on into next season. And yeah, I don't think they can be disheartened by that at all. Ali, at the start, uh, first half it was a bit of a rear guard action, but second half for 20 minutes, I actually thought Liverpool were the better side and deserved to go ahead. I think that's right. And you look at what Katie Stengel was doing. She was quite often basically getting the ball, keeping the ball, turning around, showing strength to the other side. In the end, the final product was never quite good enough, and you can see where that space is for us to grow. But actually, we were far from dominated for whole swathes of the game. And I think, you know, if we hadn't perhaps had the injuries, uh, the Ancona injury in particular, we wouldn't be finishing seventh, we might even be finishing sixth or fifth, which actually in our first season back at the top is a real credit to this team of players and to the manager. Um. Stengel's mentioned there by Ali I think it's a really valid point off the basis of the fact that firstly I just think she's great secondly though she doesn't play in the 6-0 and the ability Andy for it to get the ball hold it up just get Liverpool 40 yards 50 yards 60 yards up the pitch when you need it is priceless I mean it really is priceless I think it's been priceless all season she is I, I would argue she is Liverpool's player of the season men's and women's team she's been that good that priceless and you get even though she doesn't score today you get to see yet again today what she brings yeah a player of the season between the men's and women's team is between Kerry Holland and Katie Stengel for me there's no doubt about it that's they're the two that have brought all the quality um, all the hard work and it's the graft as much as anything else yep. and like we were talking that, like Katie Stengel must be in the reddest of zones like for <laughs> every single game League Cup she's playing 90 Scarlet, minutes yeah. Yeah. literally honestly the Scarlet Zone it needs to become a new thing the, the Stengel Zone I think we need to rename it the Stengel Zone She's just been relentless all season and her level hasn't dropped at all. I mean, there's times where in games, yes, she looks like her legs have fallen off a little bit and by the way, it's absolutely fair enough if that is the case. However, you know, she's just been, what is it, nine or ten goals she's got this season and you look across the league and teams at our level don't have strikers who score nine or ten goals. The goals are spread yeah. out. Um, and I, I think, I'm pretty sure last year, no team outside the top four scored more than 24 goals I think Spurs in 5th scored 24 and nobody else got any more I think Stengel's got 9 or 10 this season like half of that total it just doesn't really happen and I had my concerns about her honestly last year when she came in I thought she'd push Leanne Kiernan out onto the wing and like Kiernan's pace in behind but I think she's got fitter she's got stronger and she's, she's just been a lot better and just on a, a slightly separate point if you think I'm hypocritical enough to have called Wolves men's supporters pathetic for celebrating every Manchester City goal on the last day of last season, yet myself simultaneously celebrated every Chelsea goal this season, you're absolutely correct. I'm so glad they didn't lift the league at Prenton Park. Yes, well, we did, definitely didn't want them to lift the league, Philip, but I didn't want them to win the game, Manchester United. And I sort of just... I want... I wanted to see the second best team in the country, and this isn't me being sort of deeply unpleasant. You know, they may well have just have, have the pressure. There might have been pressure. I think Liverpool play ever so well, but I really didn't come away from a feeling as though there's an enormous gulf between Liverpool and them. 
you know, I think that there is a gulf, there is a gap between Liverpool and them, but I'm not I'm not coming away today going, oh my God, this will take ages to overcome. I'm not saying they're nothing special, but I think I am saying they're nothing special. Yeah, I think that's right. I think, you know, when you look at how we performed today, and even how we've performed over the last few, like, matches, for me, apart from the Leicester game, we've actually shown that we can compete at this level. You know, we go away to Chelsea and we give them a real game, a real run for their money. Um, you know, today again, you know, we beat Man City at home. You know, there's some real performances in there that suggest that actually with adding four or five really good quality players, you can you can bridge that gap between us and the top four teams in the league. And I think that's something before this season started, I was like, how do you get up there? You know, how do you manage to get the players in that's going to take you from, you know, basically being in a relegation battle every season to, to knowing that you're going to be comfortable? Um, and I think the greatest credit that I can pay to this side this season is the fact that we have been comfortable. It probably didn't feel like it early on because, we, you know, we needed to pick the points up. But once we got to, like, the 14, 15-point mark, it was like we kind of went, right, we know we're going to be all right. We relaxed a bit, we got into our rhythm and, you know, we gave everybody a game pretty much and, you know, I think that speaks volumes for me as to how we've done this season. Yeah, there's, there's a real foundation to work with there, isn't there? It, feel, it feels like, you know, it's sort, sort of half answer Philippa's question in a very vague way. It's going to take investment this summer and not, not sort of a lot of investment. I'm not looking at the women's team and thinking it needs a, a, a full rebuild like, like in the way the men's team does. I think there's just a few little bits around the edges. Keeping hold of a few key players in the summer will prove a, a, a challenge, I think. Some of the names that Andy mentioned before, in particular, Kerry Holland's been, been linked with Chelsea recently. Keeping those sort of names around and, and really building a squad around, around those players I think is going to be absolutely crucial because you see again today and I think the, re the reason that Liverpool don't look so far off Manchester United today is, is because of the, the reintroduction of Cater Stengel into this one compared to the away game but the players like Kerry Holland like Nagano who just keep things ticking yeah. over can graft in the right moments Emma Coyavisto as well I thought was really good today against, against a really, really good a tough tough opponent in, in Leah Golton and I mean tough in you know every sense even, even in a physical sense sends her flying into the wall at one point as well but she was was really really good throughout the game today and I think Liverpool can be you know come away from that really proud and not in a sort of tin pot we've lost 1-0 but we're really proud away but in a, in a way they can say that gives them momentum going into next season. I think defensively in particular you actually don't see that big of a gap when you were talking about the difference between the kind of top end teams and WSN and Liverpool. Like defensively now I think we look really solid. What I do see the difference being is the, the constant attacking threat they have. I think they have really good wingers at United. I think that's something we can really invest in. Just a few more people that can just drive forward and don't look at, just look a bit more comfortable on the ball and that's where the golf is for me now when you watch those two teams today. How do you praise the defence and defender there, Ali? I think... Rightly so, but what I would say is today one of the it's, it's one of the oddest goals I've seen yeah, uh, Liverpool. Yeah, they, they just they just watch this ball bounce through the air, watch a miss kick it, and then no one reacts after the miss kick. I almost like the miss kick puts everyone no, off. Exactly, like I thought it was actually kind of a funny goal in many ways because like the the miss hit. Like everybody sort of goes, oh, oh no, she scored. It's like it sort of takes a Mickey in many ways. Um, and I think by and large, the goal, I wouldn't say it comes against the run of play, but I don't think United were absolutely nailed on to score at any point. They had good chances. A draw would have been fair. A draw would have been fair. They had good chances. So did we. Particularly, I would say in the final 15 minutes, we have three or four chances. Not absolutely. One absolutely clear cut chance. One absolutely clear cut where where she should put it in the back of the net. But but we have good chances, and it's not like you know that somehow it we were hard done by. But it's just more. I think everyone comes away from it 
the broader point being that like we have totally outplayed our expectations I think in this league I think that's excellent I think we've got players to come back from injury which is great we all want to see the team rebuild but forgive me as an old person if I didn't sit there today thinking well 10 years ago we were playing in Widnes and there wasn't like 7,000 people there wasn't even 700 people watching and you know I, I think we can, over the next 10 years, you know, it'll be 70,000 people and I think we've all got a sense of what a massive opportunity this is. Can I just say as well, just on that, so today for me, one of the really pleasing elements of the game was the fact that both sets of supporters, they had songs about their team, the atmosphere was great, I thought, for probably the best I've experienced at a club women's game, um, you know, and that's... I think that shows you like kind of like where the game's gone just in the last 12 months even that you know that that support's being built up at every single club around the country and you know it's just really really good to see and, and hopefully like like Ali says you know well it won't be long before we're sitting in front of full houses at, at Anfield at Old Trafford you know at Wembley every single every single season without fail and you know that's where we all want to get to at the end of the day. We've got a full end there. Yeah. They've got a full end, and as much as it irked me seeing them all very happy towards the end, we don't be giving credit to Manchester United no, Football Club. We, 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 we all like a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> as we said, I think we were talking in, in, in the chat before about you know, does it become a case of, of Chelsea win the league every year? Listen, as far as I'm concerned, Manx being unhappy at all costs, including the integrity of the competition, is, is all I'm after. <laughs> um, however, you know, they've got a full end there, and I think that's important. That doesn't mean you know. Some other sports, for example, rugby union, the fans mix in and they all, you know, mouth off about it as much as they like. But I think, you know, that friendly atmosphere, but ha having your own end, having your own group of supporters where you can create that atmosphere is so important. And ideally, that's where you want the game to sort of start going. And yeah, I really enjoyed it today. I enjoyed the atmosphere. Three stands, more or less full. Okay, yeah. the cop, the, the upper wasn't quite, but, you know, we all remember last season, um, 600, 700 in the championship. You know, turned up every week, absolutely freezing. By the way, Pretton Park's still freezing. freezing. It's unbelievable. The microclimate of all microclimates. I had to wrap myself in my cardigan. I walked out of the office and uh, everyone was like, why are you taking your cardigan? It's bloody cracking the flags out there. And I was like, you haven't been to Pretton Park. Pretton Park. Yeah, uh, I've got long johns on. Even now, not complacent. Uh, a couple of names have come through in this chat. Um, there's the two obvious we can praise, which is Kerry and Katie, as far as I'm concerned. But you said before about Emma Covisto, Josh. It's been a really good season, but also more than that. Again, today you get to see the fact that she's more than capable of existing at this level. Um, and the other thing I pointed out again, uh, a couple of others, bandages on, that sort of stuff. There's a bit of walking wounds today about Liverpool. Yeah, and there's, there's, there's a couple who are in the, the red zone, not quite in the, in the Stengel zone, as, as Andy Bell is. The Scarlet zone, the Stengel zone, as, as Andy is now terming it. I think quite well, a Ali on the Scarlet, Andy on the Stengel. Um, I think Koi Vista, one of the things that she's really given this season, it's, it's something I think that Hines struggles with at times, is the ability to get forward and backwards, almost in the same motion sometimes, almost, you know, when the, when the ball gets turned over so quickly, being able to have recovery pace and get back into, get back into shape. Because Liverpool's shape is, you know, simultaneously the, the full-backs do get, the wing-backs do get quite far forward, but it's also such a rigid five at the back when they are sapping back into a shape. They need Koi Vista to, to be right there, and especially alongside Niamh Fahi today, who, you know, is not a player who has very much recovery pace. Thought Niamh Fahi played well today. 
put some good tackles in. But and she by the way, the same when Flaherty played on the right hand side. Yeah. You know, Cavisto still has to do yeah. that job. No matter who's been playing there this season, it's been what you're saying. It's, it's, it's almost a harder role in that I think Jazz Matthews on, on the left hand side probably provides slightly more of, of, of the forwards and, and the backwards than the, the people who've combined with Emma have. So I, I thought she was great again today, again, again in, in the wars, but, but making things happen for Liverpool, even in an attacking sense, which I think is, is massive for this team. Just on Taylor Hines, though, I actually think she's really grown into the season. 100%. I thought, she, I thought she struggled first half of the season, and you're thinking, you know, is she at the level that we need to be playing the WSL? But I think she's really grown. I don't know if that's because, uh, you know, Matt's given her the, the armband, or, or, you know, she's just got a bit more used to the quality of the players that she's playing up against. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the one thing that Koi Visto's got over... Um, Taylor is the fact that she's played at this level last season. You know, she played for Brighton, she's used to it, she had that season under her belt at Brighton. And, you know, Taylor will only benefit for me from, from what's happened to her this season and understanding the sort of performances you need to put in. I think we've all mentioned Taylor Hines has improved across the course of the season. I think Covisto has as well, to be fair. There were sometimes in the first half of that season where she was playing right wing back and okay I understand it somebody has to press but it was like a headless chicken at times and tactically it, it seemed to me quite unaware and I'm not looking at the way we're set up now and that could be a whole system thing or it could be a Covisto sort of learning thing but I feel like she's sort of more aware more smart about when she presses now and just generally more intelligent and I think she scored three WSL goals for Brighton last season I think she got three for us now yeah, she, as well yeah she got a couple of reasons which in you know across what 22 games if you're fullback scoring the three goals if you extrapolate that to a, a men's Premier League season you're talking six or seven goals there from your fullback which is which is invaluable and that's before you talk about the assist she's given as well so yeah great signing and um, somebody who yes okay is going to consolidate her position in this league but also when you're going up to the next level I think can grow into a player and can be part of that team as well uh, Nagano is always a pleasure to watch Ali today you got the feeling that Man United didn't had a bit of a job on her they had a bit of a book they've had a look they've screened her both ways they were really determined that she wasn't going to be, get on the ball for Liverpool even so I think she still plays quite well and she's been great to watch I, I do I thought she played well um, I thought that she really added something she's not she wasn't a showy player today she wasn't you know she's not the player who was doing all the fancy bits but I thought that she was really good I actually thought we were good in midfield today I thought that we were really in control for huge parts of the game I thought that the difference between what we watched today and even the beginning of this season where when we were good it was largely because we were pacey um, whereas you know last season definitely um, and also the season before in particular, like, you know, we'd really panic in midfield. It was like night and day uh, watching them today. They look like in control and she's a, a massive part of that. And I think, yeah, of course, when you're playing, you know, the team that just nearly won, won the league, one of the things they're going to try and do is shut down that control and creativity. But they didn't entirely manage to do it. They didn't entirely manage it. Uh, we'll talk about the players who come on, uh, many of whom are going. I'll go see you first, actually, on a Philippa. I think there's different stories around all of them. You feel like... You know, Rihanna Roberts has been part of this whole journey in quite an important and profound way. We've got the uh, the men's playoff final on behind us, and Luton have just scored. Um, she's been part of this whole journey in quite an important way. Um, then you've got Carla Humphrey, who came in last season. Maybe we thought she might play a bit more of a part of this. And then I think, in a bit of a gap between these two, you've got Leanne Rope. Do I feel, you know, we'll see where she's going. Maybe she's going for something different. Maybe she's going for certain football. And she's the one I'm most most 
not confused, but the one where I really feel as though she's been very important these last few weeks, and I'm mildly surprised by her departure. Yeah, um, I mean, from what I understand, it's been pretty much on the cards from January that Leanne Rowe was going to be leaving. Um, I don't think we're losing anybody who I would go, that's going to be a massive miss, because um, I think you can replace them. Go on. Sorry, Meg Campbell. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, come on. I think, I think I, Meg is Sometimes, the days I've only gone to watch Meg Campbell's intro <laughs> in, <laughs> literally just for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it gives you that other option, doesn't it? But I think sometimes when we played Meg, we kind of played a little bit too much for yeah. that. So, I mean, there's players who are leaving who, I mean, Raza for me is the ultimate professional, yeah, and I'll be great. sorry to see, you know, the likes of Raza leave, um, but I don't think that there's anybody who's literally leaving who you go, we can't get somebody better in, and that's what our aim's got to be, to get us up the league, it's got to be, you know, replacing bit part players, which, let's be honest, a lot of these players are, Meg Campbell's probably played more than anybody, but to get certain starters in who's going to take us that little bit further up the league for me has got to be the aim and I'm sure that's what the club are looking at. Uh, okay then, uh, I'll ask for your player of the match today, you can have anyone, um, you can have, you know, in, in the spirit of Andy Bell, if you want to be hands across the M62, feel free to fill your boots, uh, but you don't have to be at all. Uh, player of the match, Josh. I think I'll go with Koya Visto, I'll, I'll stick with my, with my original shout-out. I think it, it could easily be Stengel, I think Stengel has set the bar for herself so high now. I, I was saying to, to Lizzie during the game that I think if Stengel had the pace, she'd be one of the best players in, in, in world football, in, in world women's football. She's, she's genuinely that level of good, um, but I'll, I'll go with Koya Visto today. Koya Visto, uh, Ali? Uh, controversial, Nikita Paris. Nikita Paris, no, absolutely more than fair enough. And she also, loves the Reds. Yeah. Loves she the Reds. She loves the Reds. She loves the Reds. Everyone's named a Red here. I was yeah. really sad when everyone was booing her when she's going off. I was like, we're all Reds here, honestly. She quite literally in the sense. Loves the Reds. Uh, go on. I'm not entirely sure who was the individual fault for the goal we conceded, but I thought Gemma Bonner in general today was solid at the back, and we've not really spoken about her, so I'll give her a nice shout out. And, and, and took quite the bang on the nose. She did yeah, take quite was, the bang on the nose. nose. I would describe yeah. it as blood everywhere. Yeah, there could have been some better shouts from the goalkeeper throughout the game just a bit more this is where I am like, <laughs> did not just did like not benefit some of the runs. Yeah, yeah. And, less, and less blaming the defenders when it's her fault as well yeah. Yeah. So. alright and we're all reds here we're including Nikita uh, you go for yeah just uh, when Nikita Paris came off and, and in a slightly harsh shout letting her know that it was okay she could join in where you'd never walk alone if she wanted but um, uh, for me Kerry Holland I think you know at times where United did have the better of the game she was there she was putting the pressure on and she made sure they never got like a real strong foothold she's done that all season we're used to it now but we can't take it for granted Kerry Hall man of the match player of the match sorry. I think the fact that we're all going to pick a completely different player says a lot about this game and I'm going for Taylor Hines I thought that was one of her best performances of the season um, yeah excellent so there we are. All credit to him. Excellent stuff. We'll do a full season review uh, next week on the Anfield Wrap. That'll be out and available for you. Uh, do look forward to that. But as it is for today, it does finish Liverpool nil. Manchester United won. Manchester United do not, do not win the league. But Liverpool get a fantastic gate that bodes so well for next season. And I can't wait to watch these at Anfield because next season there's no excuses not to.